dandelion. The cabin boy was scrubbing the decks. His hands were already starting to callous, and the smell of lye and salt were invading the upper reaches of his throat and nose. The dandelion was quite large, built for cargo. There was a lot to scrub. Four giant masts jutted up out of the deck, a maze of rigging and sails. When the cabin boy was satisfied that the stern was sufficiently gleamy, he stowed his suds bucket and climbed up the rigging to look out at the expanse of the sea. His favorite spot was up in the rigging. The men said that he would soon grow tired of the view. They said that the sea started off exciting, but after a while, it was just salty. But for now, the cabin boy was content just to be up high looking down at the never-ending waves. Ahoy, he said to himself. Look at that shark. The cabin boy had never seen a shark before, but stowed neatly in his trunk was a book his mama had given him. It was a book about the appearance and habits of all the different kinds of sharks. Be careful, she had told him when she tucked in the book with his pajamas. Sharks are fascinating, but they can be dangerous, especially when they are hungry. The cabin boy scampered down the rigging to fetch the book. He scurried into the cramped space behind some barrels of pickled apples where he slept and kept his things. One day when he became a real sailor, he would get a hammock with the men and a locker, but for now he was content with the privacy of his little place behind the galley. Even if he couldn't stretch out on the coil of old rope he used for a bed, and even if it was rather hard and lumpy, at least he didn't have to listen to the men snoring. Instead he could fall asleep to the sound of his friend, the cook, chopping celery. The cabin boy lifted the lid of his sea trunk and found the book. Also in the trunk was the oily newsprint bundle containing his mama's famous cookies. The cabin boy loved his mama's cookies, but he thought it might be interesting to see if the shark would eat one. He crammed the book and a cookie under his arm and ran back to see if he could still spot the thin monster. And there it was, circling off the port bow. The shark had a robust, streamlined body with a long, pointed snout and relatively small eyes. The cabin boy tossed the shark bits of cookies while he examined his book. Probably a black tip, he said to himself. He watched it circle for a while, searching for crumbs. Oh gee, I don't want to keep the captain waiting. The cabin boy tossed the beast the rest of the cookie and went to iron the captain's shirts. When at last all the shirts were stretched and pressed, the cabin boy tucked them into the captain's bureau and went to the mess hall to eat his lunch. He usually ate with the cook in the galley, but today the cook had left him a bowl of chowder because he was busy serving the captain a meal in his private quarters. In fact, the cabin boy had the entire mess hall to himself. It was the first sunny day in a week, and the men had all taken their lunch boxes out to the deck. They had also taken a barrel of whiskey. The cabin boy sat at a long, narrow table and ate his chowder. The sounds of drunken laughter penetrated his solitary lunch. Hey, Kippa, 
See that shark in the water? <laughs> sure I do, Bree. What about it? It looks dangerous. <laughs> you're scared of sharks. I am not. Hard too. If you're not, prove it. I don't have to prove anything. Scaredy cat. Why, you... Suddenly, there was a loud grunt and a big Ooh. splash. Uh-oh, thought the cabin boy, and ran to see what had happened. <laughs> All the men were jostling at the rail, poking and pointing. Down in the water, the unfortunate kipper was madly treading water and shouting, Help! Shark! Help! The shark, which seemed to be smiling, its hundred white teeth jiggling and angling in every direction, circled the frightened sailor. Bream had thrown Kipper off the boat and into the water. The other men dropped the anchor and were going to rescue the unfortunate fellow who had fallen in, but then they realized that there was still a shark in the water. I'm not going in there. Me neither, especially not with that bloodthirsty monster. The cabin boy knew what was coming next. He was going to get wet. But before the men came looking for him, the cabin boy dashed down to a spot in the hold to grab one more cookie. He knew he was going to be jumping off the boat, but at least he had a plan. The cabin boy went back up to the deck. You! Boy! Yes? Our friend here jumped overboard! You're gonna help us! With that, they lifted the cabin boy up and tossed him down into the ocean. The cabin boy was an excellent swimmer, so he landed in a pencil dive holding onto the cookie with all his might. He saw the shark swimming closer and closer to Kipper, who had stopped screaming and was now just shivering and repeating the word, Mommy! The cabin boy tossed a bit of cookie over to the shark, who then turned toward him. The cabin boy made a trail of cookie bits behind him as he swam toward the anchor line. Kipper, seeing he was free from the threatening teeth, swam to the other side of the boat where the men tossed him a rope. The cabin boy climbed up the anchor line and walked, unnoticed, back to the spot in the hold. He could hear the men telling the captain all about how they had bravely saved Kipper from the vicious shark. The cabin boy went back to scrubbing until the dinner bell rang. When he walked into the mess hall, the men looked uneasy. You're not going to rat us out to the captain or nothing, said one of the men threateningly. Yeah, he just gave us extra rations for bravery. It wouldn't do for him to know that you had anything to do with it, said another. We might have to slip it into his ear that you left your bucket laying around and Kipper tripped over it, said Bream, smiling at his own cleverness. No, I won't tell him, said the cabin boy. Really, I don't believe you, said Bream. Here, I'll give you some cookies. Then will you trust me? He drew a bunch of cookies out from his pocket and put them on a plate. The men could practically smell the butter and sugar and some other delicious, undefinable aroma. Home cooking? A mother's love? Mmm, cookies! Mmm, of course we trust you, they mumbled as they gobbled. Mmm, we always trusted you in fact. The cabin boy gave all the men two cookies each and didn't tell the captain a thing. And somewhere in the vast ocean, a certain shark was dreaming of butter, sugar, and a mother's love.
Thank you for listening to part one of the dandelion story. There's more to come, so stay tuned.